Hi, this is Kim Davis, and welcome to another one-on-one podcast. With me today, I have Mahi De Silva, who's co-founder and CEO at Botworks.ai. Welcome. Thank you. Yeah, it's a pleasure to be here. Um, now, one thing you were doing before Botworks was heading up what I think it's fair to describe as one of the world's largest mobile advertising initiatives. So tell us a bit about that and how you transition from that to Botworks. Yeah, I mean, um, the the Opera Media Works business was a really fun project. You know, we, we went from founding Ad Marvel in 2008, selling it to Opera, and then, then staying on and building a pretty amazing global um, business. Uh, so, that, so that business was really focused on, on mobile. And, and one of the challenges that we saw even as we scaled that business was cross-screen attribution, mm-hmm. right? That, that we could show a customer an ad, we could get engagement, but we couldn't necessarily stitch together that full attribution um, scenario. Because right. if you're, let's say, a, a car manufacturer, we, you could show them a very compelling rich media ad, but um, they might go to the web, or they might pick up the phone and call them, call the dealer and make an appointment, and, and it's difficult to stitch all that together. Yeah. So when we started thinking about that challenge, we really started to, um, as a new endeavor, really started to look at what were some of these problems, you know, cross-screen attribution, really knowing that customer, getting that 360 view of that, that consumer. And at the same time, um, we, we realized that a lot of AI technology, you know, machine learning, natural language processing, was really now um, ready for prime time. Right. And, and with that, you know, we formed BotWorks with this notion that with a powerful artificial intelligence core, we could really help brands reach, engage, and transact with customers more efficiently and to do it across whatever screen or device that they were interacting with. And how recently would you say you became persuaded that AI was ready for this kind of practical application? Yeah, so one of the real-world applications was that, you know, at, um, at Opera Media Works, we had 1.4 billion SDKs, monthly active SDKs in the world. That's about 30% of all all um, phones and, and, uh, and tablets in the market. So we would take in a torrent of information from these SDKs every day, every time there was an ad call. Right. And we, we would take in about a terabyte of data every day. And so how we, how we learned to deal with that was machine learning. Yeah. Right? Being it's able the only to, way you can deal with that kind of scale. That's right. Yeah. And, and we had you know, a very big instance at, at Amazon's AWS mm. infrastructure. And... Um, you know, really started to see the fruit of machine learning. And in, in fact, when we started that experiment in early 2014, um, you know, one of the challenges was the click-through rates were starting to decline in right. mobile. Uh, but w- with machine learning, we, we, could, we, we saw by the end of 2014, in just 12 months, um, an 18% increase in click-through rates. So how was machine learning enhancing what you were doing in order to achieve that? Yeah, it's, it's really understanding the consumer within the context of, the, of a brand experience, but also trying to understand other signals about that consumer in other brand experiences or content experiences that they're engaged in. And it helps us build a much 
deeper view of that customer and to really understand purchase intent. I see, intent. That's something I'm hearing about more and more, this, the possibility of predictive intent analysis, knowing what the customer is thinking about doing. Seems to be really important now. Absolutely. And, you know, one of the other realities is, is that today, you know, here we are in the middle of 2017, almost half of every ad dollar that gets spent in the United States ends up on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, the, the brands and the agencies that are managing that really need new tools, new engagement opportunities. It's not just the banner ad or a video ad that you see in the feed. How do you take that and then build that into a more um, sticky experience instead of that ephemeral sort of landing page experience? So we think that using AI, using messaging services like Facebook Messenger, that we can actually build these conversational experiences. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it, kind of the, 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 the term you hear bandied about are chatbots, and maybe we haven't seen really great chatbots yet. Yeah, not yet. But using that core technology, yeah. you can really turn that experience from just that ephemeral mm -hmm. click into something where you're turning that consumer into the brand's friend. And, and that's a yeah. longer-term engagement. And, and the brand is really earning the right to connect with that customer in the future. I see. Now, we hear a lot about Facebook being a walled garden, of course. Does that present any obstacles for you in terms of like ingesting the data that you need and being able to apply it? So... Um, with, with Facebook, there's, there's a, a basic amount of information that you can get from the Facebook APIs. Right. But it's really, on our platform, it's the brand experience that really adds depth to understanding that customer. So we don't have an issue with the wall garden approach at, at Facebook. But having said that, you have to recognize that the whole messaging environment um, is a very competitive space today. You know, this is a revolution that was started in China with WeChat. Um, okay, yeah. you know, there's billions of dollars of e-commerce that happens every month on WeChat today. And I think just like some of the uh, earlier mobile technologies that happened in Asia or Europe and then came to the United States, I think you're going to see some of that same phenomena here. So because of that competition, you know, there's, there's Facebook Messenger, of course, there's Tencent and WeChat, there's Line in Japan. Uh, but other platforms, you know, Skype from Microsoft, iMessage from yeah. Apple, um, Google Messages or Android Messages from, from Google, they're all um, investing in this space. So I think that competition is going to create more of an open environment mm -hmm. than a classic wall garden. This is fascinating because we saw the transition in terms of online commerce from desktops and display to the handheld device, the smartphone, the tablet. Um, but what you're indicating now is you're seeing it moving on from uh, mobile web and apps to messaging, essentially. That's, that's going to be the, the future of, of, it, of commerce online? Yeah, so uh, you know, we, we look at this as somewhat cyclical. Um, so remember, we were all screaming about banner blindness on desktop. <laughs> yes. And I remember coming to New York in the, in the late 2000s and talking to agencies about mobile, and they said, wait, we're going to take a banner, we're going to shrink it by 60% and hope someone's going to click. You know, yeah. count me out of that experiment. 
but but here we are with the reality that there is strong engagement. But now it's a modality issue, right? Because that banner blindness that, that turned into rich media and full screen ads, it is it is having an impact on how consumers interact with it. They're starting to tune some of that out. Yep. And brands need to figure out new mediums of communication. So it's not a wholesale, let's forget in-app, let's forget mobile web, but let's also embrace this new medium and let's try to figure out new engaging ways of connecting with that consumer in a way that's actually helpful to the yeah. consumer. And this emphasizes the growing importance of chatbots. So as you were implying earlier, we've all had bad chatbot experiences where you're like, can I just talk to a human being? But if you're doing uh, e-commerce through messaging channels and doing it at scale, use of chatbots is going to be really important, isn't it? Absolutely. And, you know, you, you think about the schism that happens when you might see an ad, you know, whether it's in, inside an application or inside of a social media channel. Typically, when you click on that ad, the browser opens up, mm -hmm. right? Or there's an in-app sort of browse experience. But we think that, that if you stay within the, the social context, for example, it's a more seamless experience. And you can replicate pretty much everything you can do in a web view or in-app um, within a chatbot experience. Wow. So I don't think that consumers are really going to um, see a big change, but it's the ability to start a conversation, a relationship. It, it need not be you know, full AI robot type of, um, you know, interaction, but something that is, is a conversation that a consumer can start today, maybe re-interact with it tomorrow, and then when they're interested in purchasing a week down the road, that context still remains within, uh, within their messaging application. Right, that's really important because it means they're not starting out yet again on the, on the same journey. Exactly. And what's really, really important is that these experiences are preserved across yeah. whatever screen. So you yeah. can start it on desktop, move it to mobile, back to desktop, and maybe even an IoT device when you know Messenger yes. pops up on your refrigerator, um, or your TV, or uh, you know your car. And yeah. I think that that seamless um, sort of sc screen neutral experience is really important for brands. And a step beyond that, if you end up picking up or well, making a phone call to conclude the purchase, hopefully the information will be available on the dashboard at the call center. Absolutely. And I think that's a, that's a really important, um, you know, sort of merging of that consumer experience. It's not just customer acquisition, but it's care. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you, you, we can think of many consumer brands today where their service offering may actually be really good, mm -hmm. but their care is not. And so the whole brand is brought down because consumers have this poor care experience. Yeah. So if you, can, if you can elevate the care experience, have it become a bit more self-service, and I'm not talking self-service like IVR, which is very impatient, right. but a much more patient um, experience that's conversational, uh, and threaded so that you know you, you, the, the phone doesn't hang up on you. It is, is waits for you to re-engage with the brand. Okay. I want to talk a, a little bit more about Botworks. And one thing which intrigues me is the AI component in what you're doing. Is that something proprietary that you're doing in-house or are you partnering 
uh, with third parties to develop the algorithms and all the other complicated math? Yeah, it's a great question, Kim. Um, for us, we built an open platform. So it's important for some of our customers to get a turnkey solution. Mm -hmm. So we do everything, right? Everything from the natural language processing, even voice recognition technologies, um, the deep learning, the conversational um, experience. But big brands also make investments in you know, companies like IBM and, and Watson. Sure. Uh, they make investments in you know, Amazon's new uh, solution called Lex. Um, Microsoft has their own Cortana yeah. um, uh, solution. So we can integrate with any of those platforms. And also the enterprise CRM and, and back-end systems so that you truly have that 360 view of that, that customer. Okay. And I think it's, it's early days. Um, it's sometimes quite expensive uh, to get started with some of those platforms that I mentioned. Yeah. So um, when brands are taking baby steps, um, we like to give them some, you know, essentially a, a playground that they can, they can uh, experiment with without having to make very large investments. Okay. And beyond offering them the 360-degree view of the consumer, the data they need to make uh, the right media buys at the right time, are you also executing on that for them? Yeah. And, you know, the, the, the challenge with any new platform is that you've got to um, help prime the pump, if you will. So we have been working with some large brands, um, some some agencies that are a bit more on the cutting edge uh, to help them, um, you know, get uh, get started in this in this area. Right. But over time, we really think, you know, just like in the mobile ad business, we helped uh, create the standard for rich media advertising called MRAID. Um, you know, we did that at the IAB, and that became um, you know a ubiquitous, um, broadly embraced standard. So um, just like that, we think that. Um, putting the tools out there, creating um, a, a standard around that experience will really help um, move this industry forward. And there's some enthusiastic support. I was just uh, reading um, recently closed $3 million seed investment. So there are people interested in what you're doing. Yeah, there's a lot of interest. Um, you know, we, we closed our uh, seed round in the first quarter. We're really off to the, the races today. Um, there's, you know, there's broad interest, I'd say, in brands, particularly international brands that have seen what's happening in Asia. Um, they've already made investments in, on platforms like WeChat. Um, they, they need to make those parallel uh, um, investments here um, in the U.S., in, in Europe, in, in Latin America. So it's, it's actually nice to be able to point to a market that's actually um, doing quite well in this arena, uh, and to sh and to use some of those proof points to replicate that traction here. Okay, and after your career with Opera Media Works, which I believe is is now at Colony, is it exciting to be back in in effect in the startup again? I, yeah, I, I love this phase of, of company building. Right, it's. Um, it's intense, um, but it's also uh, every day you're making progress. Um, you know, you're you're convincing brilliant people to come work with you, and it's it's really fun. Okay, and that's what brings you to New York, I understand, looking for talent. Looking for talent as well as you know helping um, move along some of our relationships with agencies and brands. Excellent. Well, 
cutting-edge stuff. Fascinating to, to talk about it. Mahi, thank you for joining us. Thank you very much. And everyone look out for the next one-on-one podcast.